What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. I'm Dalton, here with co-host Adam, bringing you our Week 14 NFL Prediction Show. We bring it to you guys every week. Try to see where we're at on the games, kind of our thoughts on the game. And then, you know, we get to look back and see how many games we missed. I will say so far this year, we've actually done pretty good. I feel like, you know, we probably should have, should have chose maybe a couple more upsets here and there. But but some of the ones that have happened, man, are hard. We wouldn't have chosen the Bengals to beat the Jaguars. The week before the Packers over the Chiefs. Right. So there's just – there's games in there that I don't feel like anyone's going to choose. Um, Before, before we get in, into it, though, I, I kind of do want to get your thoughts on the shit show of a game that we got on Thursday night. I'll say it wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't fun for me to watch. So I'm curious how you feel. I mean, happy three touchdowns. Steelers suck, obviously. I just want your thoughts though. So the first half was surprising. The second half is exactly what we thought we were going to get. Yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you put it like that because that is perfectly how how to say it. So Zappy had three touchdowns in the first half, then nothing in the second, which is again like we thought the entire game was going to be that way. And I, we're not the only ones. I've seen it was like 82% of the bets took the under on the 30 and a half points scored. We were one of them 82%. But yeah. 82% of bets were took the under, and they shattered that. Like, they hit it in, like, the first quarter and a half. Both of these teams are inconsistent. You have no idea what you're going to get from either team. I am kind of surprised that Tomlin lost. I'm not surprised the Steelers lost. I'm surprised Mike Tomlin lost. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised that Belichick lost, though, because now they're probably out of the running for Caleb Williams. I'm not saying that. You know, he that's what he was playing for. But I mean, you're not, you're not playing for Bailey Zappi and Matt Jones to be your starter next year. Yeah, you're going for uh, Drake May now. Yeah, exactly. That's that's where he's at. So you know, Pittsburgh went from seven and four to seven and six in eight days, and they lost to two of the worst teams in football. And that's probably their playoff hopes, honestly. And part of it is Mr. Bisky's terrible. I mean, obviously Kenny Pickett's not been that good this year, but daggone, man. I mean. Trubisky. I know you've seen the memes. It's like, oh, it's third and two, and it's Mr. Trubisky launching at 65 yards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Well, why that play call? I mean, and it might not even be – obviously, they just send somebody deep, but come on, man. I mean, what, what's the point in, in throwing it? 50-yard bomb on third and two, and on fourth and – yeah, he's just – he's terrible. So, enough with that game. Getting into the Sunday games. Uh, the first game we got up. Divisional game that's really going to matter because both of these teams are in contention to win their division with probably a losing record. It's the Buccaneers and the Falcons. Yeah, so the Buccaneers start off, what, 3-0 and since then they're 2-7. The Falcons have been one of the biggest, I don't want to say disappointments of the season because nobody really expected them to be great, but they've been disappointing in the fact that they drafted Bijan with, what, the eighth pick of the draft. They had drafted Drake London year before, eighth pick of the draft. They drafted Kyle Pitts the year before, fourth year of the draft. And it's like every week I just sit there, I'm like, dude, like this is the week this offense is going to take off. Mm-hmm. But in this in this like particular matchup, the Buccaneers, I feel like they've they've lost a lot of steam. This isn't the same team they were week two, week three. This team's one of the worst teams in the league right now. And it's no fault of their own. It's just they come out the gates hot. Which, no, which they should have never done. I'm taking the Falcons to win this game. It's going to be a low-scoring game. You're probably looking like 17-14, 17-13. So, like, somewhere in that area of a ball game. I'm personally, of all the fun games we got this week, I will not be seeking this game out. But it's going to be the Falcons are going to win this game, and the Falcons are going to go on to win their division. Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm actually going to go go different. I think the Bucks are going to win, but not in a convincing or commanding or confident way for me to pick that game. I just think that, the Bucs, if they want to compete in the division, this is the game you've got, you've got to win. Put both teams at six and seven. 
the one the one thing I will say about the Bucks, man, is they they have lost to good teams, and, that, and that's you know they've been unfortunate to have an easy schedule. You know, they've lost to most most of their seven losses are with teams with winning records. Now you got to pull some of those games out if you want to win your division, and they haven't. So I feel like this is a must win here for them if they want to stay in contention for the division. They can't go to five and eight, and the Falcons go to seven and six. They basically not not have a chance. So I'm I'm taking the Bucks here because they have no other choice. I, I kind of feel like it's a desperate win. So on to another division game. We got the Lions and the Bears. Obviously, the Bears are four and eight. Lions are nine and three. Just, just curious. Do the do the Bears get the upset here? So a lot of people going into this will think that the Lions are going to blow them out. But let's not forget, it was just a couple of weeks ago that the Bears blew what was a twelve point lead with like five minutes left. Yeah. You know, like this Bears team has been really competitive, and in, in terms of in games that they shouldn't be in, you know, it's not like they've been out here getting beat by thirty five. They beat the uh, or they lost to the Lions, but they beat the Vikings. They they beat the Panthers. They barely lost to the Saints. Like this team isn't terrible. And Justin Fields is out here playing for his freaking life. He's out here trying to show that he should be the starting quarterback next year. Give me the upset. I'm taking the Bears in Chicago, and I've I've been on the Lions train. Remember, I've I had them as the second best team going into the season in the NFC. I had them beating the Chiefs week one. You know, so I've been on this train for months five six months i've been on this train but i do think that the bears i I think the bears are going to be competitive here and i think i i think they're going to pull this one out late i think this lion's defense is bad i i I do expect justin fields to have a career day like 350 yards maybe 50 to 75 rushing yards it's going to be a career day for justin fields yeah so i i agree with you that i i think it's going to be a closer game than what people think i do think the lions pull this out but i agree that justin fields is playing for his career Early, early on into his career, like this is it. I mean, this is you. You got to prove why you are a starting quarterback. Maybe not for Chicago, but for somebody. If he loses this game. He will be the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons next season. Right, I could see it, and I agree. And it, it wouldn't be bad, honestly. It, it's better than probably where he's at, of course. So, I, I, I do think we're going to get a competitive game, a, a good division game. But the Lions are the better team here, so I'm going with the better team. But Chicago is going to keep it close. Which is why, why the spread is only at three points. You you would think it would be different or higher, but the Bears are going to keep it close. So a game that I don't know that we would have thought these two teams would have had these two records and also two backup quarterbacks starting in the game. It's the Colts and the Bengals. Which backup quarterback are you taking to win this Sunday, bro? I'm I was completely off of this Jake Browning train. But then when I'm back on it, after that performance Monday against the, against the Jaguars, he's going to come back and replicate it. He's going to tear up the Colts. The Colts can't keep this team going much longer. The, the Minshew train has got to fall off eventually. The Bengals have the better receiving core. They have the – I was about to say better running back. He's not the better running back. It depends on if Jonathan Taylor plays or not. They might have the better running back. But they have – Jamar Chase is going for 125. Give me the Bengals. So we're, we're going to start out different again. I'm going to take the Colts to roll here. Jake Browning had one hell of a performance, and that's what it was, one hell of a performance, because it ain't two hell of a performance. Okay? <laughs> but I'm going to Colts here. They're going to eight and five. They're staying in contention for the division because the Jaguars are out of a quarterback maybe for a week or two. Who knows? Even if Trevor Lawrence plays, there's no way he's 100% healthy. So 
I, I like the Colts here, man, and I, I didn't think – like I said, I didn't think they would be here where they're at right now. But, you know, I, I'm rolling with them. I think they get the job done this week. So, just talked about the Jaguars. Jacksonville, Cleveland, in Cleveland, who you got? Man, I wish I knew if Trevor was playing or not. I'm going to assume he's not just because the high ankle sprains you do take a few weeks. So I'm going to assume he's not playing here. And since he's not playing here, C.J. Beathard is ass – so I'm taking the Browns strictly because of the defense. I know they don't know who's starting a quarterback. I know they don't know if it's DTR or Flacco. I've seen Amari Cooper clear concussion protocol, so they're they're at health. I don't care who plays quarterback for the Browns. The Jaguar, yeah, the Jaguars are losing this game by at least two scores. Yeah, Cleveland's winning here because Jackson, uh, CJ Beathard should not be a backup in the NFL. That's how bad he is. Yeah, he's yeah he's definitely not a top sixty four quarterback in football. No, so he definitely should not be playing in a meaningful game that has playoff aspirations ahead. I I don't I don't like Jacksonville without Trevor Lawrence. Also Christian Kirk, it, it's it's rough. I like Cleveland's defense to get the job done. I expect mm-hmm. Joe Flacco to start. Honestly, I hey, think Miles Garrett three plus sacks this week. Absolutely, Miles Garrett about the ball out. Give me a Miles Garrett forced fumble too while we're at it. Just just dominant performance by Miles Garrett. So a game that. Damn, it's just bad. Panthers and the Saints. I'm not even gonna give him you know, usually when I when I do it, I try to spice up the game. There's no spice in this damn game up. It's the Panthers and the Saints. The Saints are winning this game. They're gonna to move to six and seven. They're gonna be one game behind the division leader Falcons after this week. The Saints are the most boring team in football. Uh yes. They're they're so boring. There's nothing exciting about them. Their coach is boring. The Derek Carr is boring. Alan Kamara is not what he was. Alave's boring. Right, like I thought that this team was going to have a little bit of weapons. This team's boring, but they're going against Bryce Young, so the Saints are going to win this game so, easily. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. You, you know when you're like in elementary school and they they want you to write a sentence, your first ever sentence, a full sentence. Well, this is this is my full sentence. Saints win. Panthers suck. There it is. <laughs> you know I don't even know if there's verb as whatever you got to have in to complete a full sentence. But this 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 game don't deserve a full sentence. You know what I mean? It's that's how bad it is. The Panthers are awful. Like you said, the Saints, they're awful. They're not fun to watch. I feel bad for Chris Olave because I think he could be really good with a team that actually cared about trying to be fun to watch. I mean, could you could you what Chris Olave could do what St. Brown does on the Detroit line? Dude, the most fun thing about this team is everybody trying to figure out if Taysom Hill's a quarterback or a tight end. That's the most fun thing about this team. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it's bad. So a team that's been fun all year. The Houston Texans, they go on, they play the New York Jets. Houston can win here instead. Like I said, they're obviously in the wild card race. But if they win here and Jacksonville loses, they are in contention to win the division with an injured Trevor Lawrence. Curious, you know, do, do the Jets defense have a big game here and win? Do, do you think the Texans, you know, pull it out and go to eight and five? Yeah, so we know Zach Wilson's a starting quarterback again. And damn it, the Jets are winning this game. I agree. That's one of his games. Zach Wilson is pulling this out of his ass. The defense is going to do their thing against CJ Stroud. And exact Zach Wilson's going out there and showing that he is Aaron Rodgers' backup going into next season. So give me the Jets in like a like a 21 to 17 game. I agree with you. Um the thing about it is Zach Wilson should have been starting these last few weeks. It's obvious. Yes. It's Tim a, Boyle it's, was so it's a Tim Boyle was so ass. He started two games and got released. It, it's so disrespectful that what they did to Zach Wilson to prove a point to the media, it, it's shitty because that should have never happened. You can blame these losses on Zach Wilson. Look how bad they've been without him. It, the offensive line is top five worst offensive line in football. Maybe top three. I mean, it's bad. Besides Garrett Wilson, who you got skill-wise? I mean, yeah, Brees Hall's okay, but he can't get two yards of carry. The offensive line's so bad. What What do you want him to do? So I don't 
I'm not sitting here saying that Zach Wilson's some dog. No, he's a bottom 10 quarterback in the league, obviously. But the what they've done to him the last few weeks is disrespectful, and he's going to win this damn football game because he's got a point to prove. But what yeah, I really, do you remember his performance against the Chiefs earlier in the season? Yeah. Expect one of them. Yes. You know what I would love to see, though? I would love, and I know, I know this might sound bad, I, I wish they're up three, 14 seconds left. Hey, Zach, go nail the ball out, man. We got to win. He goes and nail it, throws it to the defensive back, lets him score a touchdown, looks at the sidelines, flips him off. <laughs> I, know, I know it's bad, but like that's what they that's what they get for benching him. I'm like I'm not saying that he was some great quarterback, but Tim Boyle don't even deserve to be in the league. Tim Boyle should be working an everyday nine to five. Yeah. That's what he should be doing because dude, dude should not be in the NFL. He 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 shouldn't. So I'm 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 with you here. Upset alert. Give me the Jets. So another game that's that's gonna be a good one. The Rams and the Ravens. So the Ravens are the number one or number two seed in the AFC, trying to be the number one seed. And then you've got the Rams who are hot. Won a few games in a row, looking to make the playoffs, trying to stay in that seventh spot in, in the NFC. So a win here for the Rams will be huge. I just just curious, do, do the Rams get the upset or do you like the Ravens to you know keep rolling at home? Hell no, they don't get the upset. This this is gonna get ugly fast. Like Matt Stafford hasn't been completely healthy, and this defense is gonna smell blood and they're gonna strike. This is gonna get ugly. Like 21-nothing first quarter ugly. So give me the Ravens easily. So it's it's, it's crazy because I agreed with you. And now I don't. I'm going the Rams here. I'm choosing the Rams because I just hate Baltimore. And that's, <laughs> why I'm just that's why I'm choosing them. Now, I would like to see the Rams continue to, you know, win and, and find out what they're figuring out. Karen Williams coming back is huge for them. He's, he's a good running back. They don't have to force the ball to, to receivers, I feel, as with him there. But the Ravens will probably win this game. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the upset and take the Rams just because, just like I said, I hate Baltimore. The Vikings and the Raiders. So six and six Vikings. They're also in that, you know, seventh spot in the NFC. And then you got the Raiders. Probably don't have a chance at the playoffs with being at five and seven. They'd have to win out and, and some things to happen. But they, they have been competitive. So I'm, I'm I mean, I expect them to still be competitive in this football game. Yeah. So remember a few weeks ago on Monday Night Football, I said that the Vikings were gonna lose. I think it was for the Bears, actually. I said they were gonna lose and that the Josh Dobbs was falling off. Right, that the honeymoon was going to be done and over. And I, I was correct. He played like dog shit that game. Well, it hasn't gotten any better for him these last few weeks. The Raiders have Antonio Pierce, the head coach. They're trying to win games, and he's trying to prove that he's a head coach in the in the NFL. I do think the Raiders will win this game, and I think it's a, by double digits. So I agree with you. I like the Raiders to roll here as well. I, I think they're they're a three point underdog, and they should be. They're going to win by ten. So they're they're going to they're going to cover this spread and win. By I think the two possessions I, I do I, I look whenever y'all throw together your part your uh, your parlays take money line don't you don't need the spread take take oh, money exactly line. you don't hell take 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 the Raiders minus seven it's probably plus three four hundred you know what I mean I I really think the Raiders win by touchdown here the atmosphere is better there the you know the team is is playing better they they've got a coach that cares they have a reason to play like you say he's, he's coaching for a job. The team is coaching to keep the fans, you know, in the stands. And the and the Vikings, like you said, it's over with the honeymoon phase. It it is. It sucks because it was fun while it lasted. But I don't I don't expect the Vikings to to win many more games this season. Now, supposedly Justin Jefferson's back, so we'll see what that does. But I, I still like the Raiders here. So a rematch of a game a few weeks ago, obviously division game. Seahawks and the Niners. Niners come off a big win. Seahawks are close loss in Dallas recently. I mean, just just curious do the Niners, you know, get the job done here at home. Yeah, they get the job done again easily. Easily. This is not going to be a ball game. It's going to be like the Niners are going to put are going to put an ass whooping on them just like they did on the Eagles last week. 
I think this guy, again, this is going to get ugly fast. This is going to have the Seahawks questioning if Geno Smith is their quarterback. That's what this game is going to do. So it's going to be 49ers by a ton. They're, they're 13 and a half uh, point favorites. Take take that because it's easily going to be more than that. Yeah, I agree. Give me give me the 49ers by a long shot. I You could start the game 28-0 Seattle and the 49ers would win. Yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 it's domination here. So what one of the – one of the best games of the weekend may end up being the best game of the weekend. It's the Bills in Kansas City. So Kansas City's got offense problems. We've talked about it for weeks. Buffalo's looked better recently. And he's had a tough-ass schedule, man. And it doesn't get easier here. But I feel I feel like Buffalo is in a must-win situation for playoff chances. But Kansas City can't just, you know, this is – I see where I see where Mahomes or Kelsey once said, win this game and get some – let's get some steam going into the playoffs. I, I know me and you both think, they're still still the best team in the AFC. I expected to you you could Kansas City could go in the playoffs the seven seed and I think they win the AFC. That I don't I don't have hope for somebody beating Mahomes quarterback wise in the AFC. But the Bills have a reason to win here. I'm curious if you think the Bills get it done. I do think the Bills get it done. Do you know why? It's week fourteen. Yeah. It's not it's not the playoffs. It's week fourteen. The Bills will get it done. The offense is way more explosive than what Kansas City has shown. The defense isn't terrible. You know, like they haven't been the same ever since uh Tredavious White went down. But the Bills offense is more explosive. I think the Bills will win this game. And it might actually surprise people by how much they win. Yeah, yeah I think it could be 10 or 14 points. Now, come playoff time, I will have you, I will have a different answer for you. Yeah. But for this game right here, give me the Bills. So I'm taking Buffalo here too. But I'm going to – this is two things that's going to happen. One of two things is going to happen. Either Buffalo's going to win or Patrick Mahomes is going to have a 400-yard, four-touchdown performance. And out of nowhere, people are going to be like, man, what happened? And Kansas City's offense is just magically – but then you're going to see that Kelsey had 180 of them. You know what I mean? That, But that's uh, that's what's going to happen. The Bills are going to win or Mahomes is just going to magically find something on the offense. Just like he did against the Raiders, how he started yeah. off like, what, 14-0, 21-0, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he just turned it on. Yeah. Yes, I, that's that's what I think is going to happen here. So another game that's in division that does matter for the playoff sake, it's the Broncos and the Chargers in Los Angeles. Man, I, I, don't, I don't know what to think of, of Los Angeles. I mean, now they're talking about, you know, splitting carries in the backfield. I, I don't know, man. The Chargers are an absolute disaster. Russell Wilson looked like Russell Wilson from week one last week. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm curious who you, who you take here. So I'm not taking the Broncos here. I'm taking the Chargers to lose. You know what I mean? Like, I have no faith in the Broncos. The Chargers will lose this game because they give the game to, to Denver, just like they have all the other games. Yeah. Brandon Staley has tried his best to lose every one of these games this season. Like, it feels up to him. Just It'd be like they'd be 0-12. They'd be 0-12 sure. if it was up to Brandon Staley. So sure. the Broncos aren't going to win this game. The Chargers are going to lose this game. Yeah, I, I think I think Denver wins twenty to seventeen. 17. Yeah, it's going to be a bonehead play. It's going to be it's going it's going to be a fourth and goal from the one yard line, and they're going to throw the ball, and it's going to be an interception. Yeah, uh, no, I, I agree. And it, it's what's going to happen. So I agree with you here. Give me give me Denver to go to seven and six, and uh, I hope Staley gets fired after the game. He should have already been fired. So. The Sunday night game, which is probably game of the week. Obviously, your Eagles are playing. Philadelphia at Dallas. Who you got? You know, it, Dallas has been rolling one a few games in a row. Philly coming off of, an, you know, the worst loss they probably could have had. Not in terms of team, but the way they played. No, I mean, we didn't expect that to happen. So, just curious. So, you know, what you expect in this game? What you see? Can Dallas win? So, I'm curious, one, to see how uh, Jack Leonard plays. 
Yeah. Right. We just picked him up. Our our coverage linebackers are terrible. He's definitely gonna be able to come in and pick up, you know, pick up the defense a little bit there. Now, that does not mean that CD Lamb is not gonna go for 150 yards this game. Tony Pollard, take the under on whatever if his rushing yards is 10 and a half, take the under. Right. The Eagles are gonna stuff that shit. He ain't take the under on Pollard rushing yards. But CD CD Lamb's going for easily 150. In a losing effort, the Eagles can't afford to lose this game. They just got absolutely embarrassed. Go to the look, go to Dallas. Show that you are the team that we thought you were going into last week. Just so last week was a bad game. Gets to get a little bit of momentum back. We're after this, we have an easy uh, schedule. Let's gain some momentum before we go in and just and molly wop the the next three or four games. Take care of business, win the games. But CD Lamb's going is going to have a crazy game. Yeah, so I, it's it's weird. I I expect this to be a good game, just kind of how it was back in Philadelphia a few weeks ago. But I'm gonna I'm gonna compare this to something. So let, let's go college football real quick. So you got Michigan, Ohio State. So Michigan would be Dallas in this situation. The Eagles would be Ohio State. So the last three years, the Michigan has won that game. But what has Michigan went on to do in a college football playoff? It's smacked. Lose to TCU, who loses by sixty in the national championship. You know why? Because Michigan's national championship is against Ohio State the last game of the season every year. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to treat this like their Super Bowl in week 14 of the NFL season. I like the Cowboys here, but this is their Super Bowl. They're not winning a playoff game, and the Eagles are obviously going to the NFC Championship game against the Niners. Lock it in. But I think I, I think the Eagles are better. But I think the Cowboys treat this as their Super Bowl. Do you get, do you get what I'm saying? That, that's yeah, where, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a lot like the Bills-Chiefs game that yeah, I said. Yeah, for sure. I, but I think that Philadelphia – but, I listen, Philly needs to win because they can lock up the one seed almost guaranteed because the, the, the rest of the schedule. So they need to win. But Dallas needs to win to be in contention for the division. So it's going to be it's going to be a good game. So this week we have two Monday night games. I think it's clear clear on two winners personally, but, you know, the second game, I mean, maybe we could see an upset. I doubt it. The first is Titans and Dolphins real quick. I'll go like at the Dolphins. I don't see how Tennessee even keeps this game close. I'm, I'm sure you would probably agree. Yeah, I agree. The secondary is terrible. Tyreek Hill's going for 200. Yeah, he listen, I think he's 505 yards away from 2,000. He might get it this game. I know that. <laughs> And then the second game is Packers and the Giants. Once again, uh, maybe the Giants upset them. I doubt it. I'm going to take Green Bay here. What what they did last week, I feel like probably gave them some confidence. And then, you know, they're 6-6. Six and six. Once again, I've said four times on the show, they're in contention for the seventh seed in the NFC. The only thing that worries me now is Christian Watson's out because that hamstring, I guess he re- re-injured it. But I think they can still beat beat the Giants. I, I, don't, I don't have faith in them. Yeah, and I'm going to compare Jordan Love to Sam Howell. So remember early into the season, um, both of them would come in, we weren't high on them. Then they had a couple of good games. We're like, oh shit, these dudes might be for real. Then they both fell off. And yeah. then Sam Howe made the comeback. Jordan Love is in the middle of that comeback. And I've seen something, I've seen something before last week's game against the Chiefs. His first so many starts, like first, what was it, like 11 starts, first 12 starts, was identical numbers to Aaron Rodgers. It was, yes, yes. Identical. So, like, I'm not obviously going to say he's going to have that type of career, but it means that I'm not completely off the Jordan Love hype train, and I I can see Jordan Love having a monster game here. Yeah. I mean, you know what's crazy is when you watch Jordan Love and Zach Wilson, do you see how they throw the ball? They You can tell that they have worked with Aaron Rodgers. The way that Jordan Love, that – that you know, step back flick, you know, just off of one foot. Him and Zach Wilson will do that, and you can tell they've worked with Aaron Rodgers. So I agree. I mean, Jordan Love has, has played well the last few weeks, and I don't I don't see that changing uh, uh, this week, which will wrap up you know 
the NFL week, week 14. Heck of a week. Got some really good games. You know, I'm looking forward to watching on Sunday and, and Monday. and Not really Monday. I'm watching on Sunday. Monday, I expect two, two winners pretty easily. But just and then, and then, you know, coming back next week and doing a recap show and just recapping these games because it's a good week for the NFL. Yeah, this is actually going to be, what was it, like two weeks ago? We, like, dude, like, this is terrible. Like, this is one of the worst weeks of football. This is going to be one of the best weeks of football. Sure. You know, like that Lions-Bears game, nobody's excited to see that. But I'm telling you, that's that might end up being – like actual game of the week. I'm yeah, like, sure. I'm looking forward to Bills, Chiefs. We're looking forward to Eagles, Cowboys. That game's going to be fun. If you're free, find it, check it out. For sure. And I mean, you know, one other game, real quick, is that like the Colts and Bengals, I'm not watching with the backups, but they both need to win. I mean, it's going to be a competitive. I mean, you might see Gardner Minshew and Brown go for 300 yards apiece as a backup. So, hey, look, you're not going to see anybody getting down. You're going not going to see anybody shying away from hits. Everybody's going to be fighting for that extra yard because they understand how important that extra yard is. Absolutely. But the games this week are going to be fantastic. Absolutely. All right. But with that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We hope you guys enjoy the games on Sunday. Be on the lookout for, you know, more episodes coming. We're going to have more uh, NBA shows, more. Uh, Shohei Otani just signed the Dodgers. We'll, we'll give you a reaction to that soon. As always, you can follow me on everything, really, J4. You can follow Don on everything, Don King K1. Go find our Facebook page at The Cheap Seats. Follow the, uh, our TikTok page, Podcast, and we're out.